With Tucker Carlson revealing the true story of what took place on January 6th, being the only mainstream media figure to interview Russell Brand as of late, he culminates all of these great achievements and cultural moments by appearing on the Full Send podcast. And it is a great episode. And we're going to give you our analysis and commentary for his appearance on Full Send podcast. Then we're going to discuss a story that we talked about some time ago. But uh, now we actually know how this story ends in that whole debacle with Steven Crowder versus the Daily Wire. We finally know where Steven Crowder is going to end up, who has signed Steven Crowder. We're going to discuss that. We're going to give our thoughts about that and what we think is going to transpire after his new journey starts on March 20th. And then... We're going to talk about the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank, where we're at with this economy, how the White House is responding to it, and what we predict will happen next. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, Type in Audio Apes and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. That helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merchandise like Go Woke, Go Broke. Um, or not go well, go broke. That's that's what's happening right now with Silicon <laughs> Valley Bank. Uh, Live by the woke, die by the woke is also what's happening, and that's the shirt that you could buy from our website. And um, number one bestseller. And um, if you know somebody that's interested in the things that we talk about, you can share the episode with them or on all podcast platforms. So. Silicon Valley Bank situation is probably the most important story to cover today, yeah. I would say. So we're going to leave that for the end. Uh, save the I don't know if that's going to be the best segment, but that's probably that's the most relevant segment. So we'll save that for the end. Um, I think we should start off with talking about Tucker because Tucker interviewed Russell Brand recently and then Russell Brand was the catalyst that Crowder used to make his announcement for what's going to happen uh March 20th. So we'll start off with Tucker. Now, uh for anybody that doesn't know, I wrote an article about Tucker Carlson some time ago called the Tucker Carlson the four-star general of the culture war and he continues to vindicate all of my claims yeah. that I made in that article because he continues to be one of, if not the truest culture warriors. He literally 
has taken the things that Trump believed in, if you will, and I'm talking like a 2015 Trump, 2016 Trump, and day in and day out on his show, this is what it is. This is what it is. We're proving it. This is what it is. This yeah. is what it is. We're proving it. Yeah. This is what it is. This is what it is. We are proving it. Now, before we get into his appearance on Full Send Podcast, I remember when Tucker did... They actually, I actually signed up for Fox Nation because Tucker did that show Patriot Purge that everybody was talking about. And I remember it was, it was like a a, <clears throat> a a documentary. I don't know how many parts it was. I want to say like three, four part documentary. And basically the claims that Tucker made for that documentary is that everything that transpired on January 6th, what they call an insurrection, uh, but what we now know was a mostly peaceful protest um, was orchestrated by the feds. A lot of it was orchestrated by the feds. And I remember the rest of the mainstream media, they lost their minds. Now, why is this important? Why should you care about this? You should care about it because there's a lot of people that are locked up for what took place on January 6th, and they shouldn't be. And the prime example of somebody that shouldn't be locked up is the QAnon shaman. Now, yeah. are I know you're aware of who the QAnon shaman, but have you seen the footage that Tucker released of the QAnon shaman? Where well, he was escorted gingerly and with peace by officers everywhere yes, even, to get him in e- there. Even it was it, what was so wild, dude, is it was so crazy. And so outrageous that even Elon Musk had to tweet about it. Yeah, like that's, that's scary when somebody is sentenced to four years, when you have the footage of them being, as you put it, gingerly escorted through the Capitol. The police are escorting him. Like they were buddy buddies. Like yeah, hey, what's up, bro? All right, all right come here. Finally, this way the door is locked. Oh, I don't know. This door is locked. Let's go this way. And you see the footage, and yet. You have McConnell and Schumer and all of these politicians, left and right, left and right, talking about, oh, no, well, the, the uh, uh, we think that uh, this is uh, nefarious and, and malicious for Fox to put this out. Basically, Orwellian telling you, do not believe your eyes. Do yeah. not believe what, what you're seeing with your own eyes. That's when I lost all respect for Mitch. Yeah, was like, that was like ah, that. You're dead. It's like, dude, what do you want right now? And then you lose respect for Mitch. And then how much respect did you gain from McCarthy for actually giving Tucker the footage? Yeah. And uh. then when the media asked McCarthy, like, it's so based. I could not believe that that was McCarthy. Honestly, yeah. like, th- that really blew my mind how based he was about this whole thing. That I didn't see what he said. Huh? I didn't see what he said. So they, they, asked, they asked McCarthy, they're like, do you do you regret um, uh, showing, showing, giving Tucker Carlson the footage after he's done his uh, broadcast? And he's like, no, because this is for everybody to come to their own conclusions. This is not... No. Uh, uh, a narrative that should be 
uh, uh, perpetuated by the media, by anybody else. That's why I gave the footage, because let's be transparent about it. Number one, very based. Yeah. Number two, the media tried to spin it and try to make it a security issue because I don't know who it was. I want to say it was a CNN reporter because the way that McCarthy answered suggested that it was a CNN reporter. The the reporter asked, yeah, but don't you think all of that footage showing... Uh, uh, all of those, the the details of the Capitol is a security risk. And he's like, well, uh, you guys have already showed a lot of footage of inside the Capitol that has created a, a security risk. So, and you guys did it way before I gave Tucker the footage. So now we don't even know if these areas that are were before considered secure we could go and we might have to change, uh, change and reshift the plans for evacuation of the Capitol because of the footage that you guys initially showed. So if anybody created a security risk, you guys did. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, what a great answer. It's like yeah. immediately putting the, the blame on the person that's trying to uh, create controversy by saying that he created a, 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 a security breach. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you think... I don't know if if the cops, I don't. I would I would assume they were not in on it, but I'm sure like having that dude dressed like that, it was like oh well, this is good for photo ops. Let's get him in. People can come to that conclusion. You see what I'm saying? Uh, what do you mean? Like uh, he literally became the face of oh, that. Yeah, of the ins of what so, they call in what they call insurrection air quotation. Yeah, and while the footage, because you know, I don't know what, why the cops allowed it. Was that an order? But that creates a slew of questions you might have. Like, okay, well, were they ordered to? Yeah. Were they ordered to let him in? Why did they not get him out? Why are they so at peace with him in the, in there? I, I could see it being that they were ordered to. I could see it being a thing where it's like, listen, we know that that this isn't an unruly crowd or as unruly as they're trying to to portray them to be. But so we'll be generally we'll be safe. So let them in. Now we get to say it's an insurrection. Now we get to try Trump for it and like yeah. all of this and all of that. And, and, and I mean, and in, it, it led to his second impeachment. Yeah. That, that's, that's, uh, I don't know about your president, but my president gets impeached twice. <laughs> I like my presidents with two impeachments. With two impeachments. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty foul because I mean, none of, none of this as more stuff comes out. And even the judge actually was mad. Because he said everything that was presented, that that footage was never a part of that. So he's so I, I guess the judge was upset because like, well, I made a decision on something without knowing. Yeah, fuck you. Like, yeah. how did you not like? How did we know from Chicago, yeah. Illinois, that that shit is a sham? But you get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah get the fuck out of here. So you like, think that they were in bed, everybody? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know, but that's stupid. Like, how did we know from fucking Chicago that it was a sham? Yeah, but 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 the judge, yeah. yeah how was there footage? How was there footage for that long, and that wasn't presented? Yeah, like supposedly thousands of hours of footage. Yeah, so so to me, I I'd like to now see what what went on during during that trial. Yeah, to see what why like what 
how is this painted? Um, would be very interesting to see just just to see like what evidence was used, what what was presented. Cause now we're looking at this and we're like, well, my man didn't fucking use those horns to bull through the door. No, definitely not. <laughs> and 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 then the scary part is now that you have Republicans like Mitch McConnell saying, oh, this is a mistake, this is a mistake, you're adding to the left-wing propaganda media machine. Oh, see, even he says it. Oh, why would there be footage out here? And it's and and it create it, it creates uh I w- I wouldn't say confusion because I don't think anyone that's rational, logical, and actually believes what they see with their own eyes instead of what they're told, they'll be able to see like, oh, well, this is not a mistake. This is like, this is amazing news and amazing journalism to push this and and find and like ask questions. Right. But the fact that a Republican would do that. Does that divide some of the Republicans? Maybe the rhinos. Maybe the, the rhino types. Where they're like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to divide the people that, that don't want... That that have been running with that narrative. Like, for instance, Adam Kinzinger was very upset on Twitter when when that was released. Like, yeah. you know, it's like... He's like, oh, it was, it was cherry-picked. Dude... No matter what you say, that QAnon shaman guy should not be locked up. You no, and no matter what was cherry picked, you see him being led in there by the police. Yeah. So I, this I, was a rumor before. This was a rumor that oh they you know, they were they were walked in they were walked in yeah. there was never footage about this. So it's like oh well I don't know if that's true. That's something that we heard. That they were let in, walked in, but, but you escorted even by police. Infer that they were walked in by some of the pictures, like 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 some of the pictures. They were chill, like, and, and like, like, like you see, like stroll. like an old lady just like walking in with her little flag, like this. <laughs> this bitch wasn't getting wild. <laughs> yeah, like what do you think? Is, like this old lady is doing, or like that guy, she, that, she's a revolutionary. That, that that ginger dude that he's like stealing a statue, but he's like yeah. waving. <laughs> yeah. like, it's like he's he's clearly like not even trying to hide his face or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He that, looks like somebody told him, "Yeah, you could have that. Like, you want to take that home? You could, take, you could have that. Just take this picture real quick. Yeah. <laughs> a pose, a nice pose, a memeable right. pose. All right, it's like, you'll hey, be you in go, jail. Going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to jail. That that is true. Like, if you saw some of the footage and some of those pictures, it looked like they were in a single file line. They knew where they had to go. It looked go. like a tour, like a yeah. field trip tour. And so, I don't know. I don't know. Like That's like some kids going to the field museum for like a field trip. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the security, like they just started losing their shit. Insurrection! And they started yeah. trying to like arrest the kids. But but instead of arrest, it was insurrection! <laughs> Let's walk you right in. Yeah. Uh, single file line. Yes, you can take that head. Hey, you with the fucking... <laughs> you look like a shaman. Smile. You'll be the face of this. Let's escort. All right, the exit's over there. Yeah. Good photo These ops. kids were trying to destroy the dinosaurs. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's This crazy. is equal to the lootings that happened this year. Actually worse. Yeah. Like, that's, that, that's, that's pretty... Pretty terrible. So... And I wonder, like, what they'll do. Like, because now we have a, a man in jail for this... In, what do in you a, appeal? 
Oh, that he has to, and in a fair and truly just system, not only is that a free man, but like just he's awarded just restitution up the wazoo, like because that is crazy. T- technically, you can sue. Well, it depends on how the lawsuit or how the how the trial went, but like somebody has to get sued for this shit. Hell yeah! Like, like wow. So the police department, they knew I was the like, police, yeah. the 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 politician, everybody, everybody that was against them. Like yeah, lawsuits, it's lies, lawsuits, all lies, lawsuits. Yeah. <laughs> lawsuits, and provable, provable lies, crazy of lies. It's on Cra- the internet. It'll never leave now. So. Obviously, we're able to talk about this and we're able to talk about it with the degree of certainty that we're talking about it because of the footage that Tucker put out. Nobody else, not nobody on MSNBC, nobody else on Fox, nobody on CNN, nobody. So for anybody that's listening to us, that is the news media. That is your media. These are the people that that are supposed to be the watchdogs and, and nobody is giving you that. So that's number one. Number two, they are the government. Russell Brand, as a lot of people know, like he doesn't seem to lean left or right. If anything, I I could say that he probably leans more left than right. But one thing that is great about him is from day one, he's been incredibly... And I would say in a very healthy manner, skeptical of the jab. Yes. Very skeptical. And now I think we have more than enough information to know that that was just awful. Just an awful, horrible thing that should have never been given to people. It doesn't work. Like like everything that every conspiracy theorist ever said about that it's all for profit everything it's been it it essentially turned out to be true so One of the top virologists actually i was i was watching a video where uh, I, I i didn't well I, he said his name they had the name on the bottom of the the interview he wasn't invited to the fauci meetings to talk about like well, what what is this when he actually looked into that Looked looked into the virus, like seeing what how how it all worked. He's like, yeah, this is engineered, like not by nature. This is engineered to latch onto humans. And then he was like, yeah. And then like I would ask about it, and I would never be briefed on any meetings. I was always like kept out of the loop. So so it's like a lot of the stuff that that we were looking at from the perspective of oh this might be a conspiracy or this oh that's just a conspiracy theorist. Uh, saying some wild shit it's like it's all revealing itself to be true and you know what's funny is the that part that was probably the only thing of the whole narrative that the experts and when i say experts boy do i use air quotations (laughs) (laughs) yeah right that 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 the experts and the media the, the only part of their narrative that they were spinning that I actually accepted and was gracious about was that I actually, for a time, did believe that it developed naturally. Yeah. Like, I, I, I just always thought that this thing was not, like, anywhere near as big 
or as as dangerous as they're making it seem. Yeah. But I did think like because I remember remember at the, the, yeah. at the beginning of that it came from a wet market. Yeah, yeah. That and, and I was like, oh, I could buy that because other other viruses in the past have stemmed from those wet markets. I was like, oh, all right. And I remember I saw like a a sixty minute Australia. Uh, broadcast and like the guy was in the wet market and he was explaining how these things get transmitted because there's a bunch of animals that would never live near each other in nature but they're all next to each other in these wet markets so viruses so it was like a very like well explained plausible route for infection so I was like okay like I, I, I buy it like whatever yeah. but then but again, I just never thought that this thing was as big or as serious as as the media and everything. Like, I don't believe that as many people died as they said died. I don't believe that that uh, as many people were sick as they said were sick, or at least not sick with that. <clears throat> like I said, and like Andrew Tate said, I heard there was a, a pandemic. I never actually saw a pandemic. No. Now, but now... Even that is wrong because it turns out that this shit did come from a lab. It was man-made. Yeah. And it turns out that Fauci actually was part of the funding for it. So, yeah, just wrong all along. They're not to be trusted. The pharmaceutical companies are not to be trusted. Fauci was not to be trusted. None of these people were to be trusted. And Russell Brand seemed to have been probably the most, or at least the the most out of out of the the high profile commentators. He seems to have been the most accurate when it comes to that. Yeah, as far as like the the origin of the virus and the 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 effectiveness of the vaccine. He seems to be like he seems to have been pretty correct on it, and then the mainstream media just shunned him. They're like, yeah, they didn't want to. They didn't want to interview him. Uh, I think he got. Uh, he definitely some videos got demonetized from YouTube. Now he's on Rumble, and who has him? Who hosts him? Who 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 interviews him? Tucker on Fox Nation yeah, and Bill Maher too. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and the real ones. Yeah. And 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 what's funny is when he was on Bill Maher, did you see what he said to the guy from MSNBC? Dude didn't know what to say. Yeah, he's like, you got Papa Doc. He's like, you know, you you accuse Fox of doing you know all this stuff and being one sided, but like you're guilty of the exact same thing. Yeah. Oh. And what was so interesting about it, you could say that about Fox, but Fox actually will sit down and have a conversation with you like Tucker. And yeah. that's the thing about people that that like, you know, Fox gets this bad rap like, oh, it's so one sided. Yeah, maybe they lean to a certain side, but Fox has had Andrew Tate on there. Fox has had. Russell Brand on there, and, and let's be because a lot of people will be like, "Well, Andrew Tate, though, definitely somebody that would be on that show." Not really. Like, he's not a traditional conservative, like the people that watch Fox. So, people that watch Fox probably be like, look at Andrew Tate, and be like, "I don't know, I don't like." They could be like, "I don't like, dude." Some of the stuff that he talks about, it's like it's badass. The thing is, 
Fox is willing to have open dialogue with anybody. Kanye. Yes. And and as as we learned in Tucker's appearance on the Full Send podcast, Tucker was actually getting ready to do an interview with Putin. He wanted to do an interview with Putin. Yeah. And what's funny is like, you know, Joy Reid and all these people in the mainstream from the mainstream media, they always like to say, "Oh, he's a uh he's a Putin lover, a Putin puppet, this and that." That really would have made them say that. But as a journalist, isn't that your job? And yeah. to me, as a journalist, as a journalist, all of the mainstream media, you see this huge dick riding of Zelensky. Yeah. As a journalist, when you see that, wouldn't your first mindset be like, damn, like I need to be the one that gets like Putin on record because like yes. all these motherfuckers are dick riding Zelensky. But 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 that's the thing. Like, it's so funny how the left has become the right when it came to war. Like, you really looked. You really looked at Bush like he was like enemy of the state. Oh, I, but you literally are funding Ukraine. All the contracts are going to be ran by BlackRock for the rebuild. Yeah, like. Now you're cool with it. You used to be anti-war. Now you became the person that you didn't like. <laughs> so I don't understand. Y'all have an identity issue. Like it, it's 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 so funny. And if CNN or if MSNBC talked to Zelensky, the Fox wouldn't be like, "Oh, I can't believe they talk." Yeah, interview him. Interview him. What does he have to say? When you're a journalist, you don't have to agree with anything that the person has to say. Like, it's not your job never, to agree. We, yeah, like when we had the 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 debate with the with uh, Alicia Swiss, there's nothing. The feminist professor. Yes, there's nothing we would agree with with her on, but questions were asked. We treated her cordially. Even took her to wherever she was at, wherever she needed to be after the interview. We were we were never like some terrible people because we disagree. Like y- your job is to pick someone's brain, see what they have to say, challenge what they have to say, and then put it out, and then let people decide what how, how they feel about it. So I don't see what would be wrong of Tucker Carlson interviewing Putin. No, me or, neither. Or, or or anybody for that matter. Like no, like you you picked up. This is historic shit. Just to have something like you said something something on record. Like this is where dude's mindset was. This is his views on this. This is his views on that. But it's like MSM or I'm not even gonna say left wing media, which is most of it. They don't. They want everything filtered through through their shit. Yeah, they'll censor you. They won't talk to you. But then they'll be buddy buddy with Zelensky. They'll interview uh, him, or they'll interview people that they believe they can interview. And 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 it sucks because at some point, just like like what happened with with the, uh, the rise of Trump, people are gonna get tired of it, and they're gonna try and use that against you. You get what I'm saying? Like. You don't want, well, not that there's much of it, but like right-wing media to start trying to censor the left. That's not where you want to go. But because you're always constantly doing it, people 
people try to reverse Uno your ass. Like, look at some of the shit that, that uh, DeSantis is, has been doing lately. Some of the, uh, I forgot one of the laws where he's like, now we're going to censor that. It's not good, but I see why, why you're going about it in that regard. Because yeah. like, you have to meet them at it's the like same the level. equal and opposite yeah. reaction. Yeah, yeah. And, but, but it's not necessarily the correct way to go about it. But it's like you're, you're sometimes you're left with no choice. Yeah, you're cornered. Like, what, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? You're cornered. And they're walking towards you. You're going to fight. <laughs> you didn't want to use violence, but now you're in the corner. You are going to be violent now. Yeah. There's no other option. And so th- that's that's just h- how the cookie crumbles. So to me, I don't, I don't, I would have liked to see like what the interview was about, what questions were going to be asked. Why, why did, why is Ukraine so important? Not that we don't know, not that we haven't researched it, but like, Hearing it from the person himself. Right. You know? And we don't get that because motherfuckers are, are in an outrage, you know? And so that's why it's badass when, when guys like uh, Fulsen, who are huge on YouTube, they have a guy like Tucker Carlson on. Because like, I'm sure people were like, ah, don't do that. Just like they said, oh, don't, don't do Trump. Don't bring Andrew Tate. Don't. And it's like, I'll give them that. S- some of the interviews, we've, we've talked about how like we... We feel it lacks when it comes to the questions, or or th- this one didn't though. Yeah, yeah, you were telling me I didn't watch it, but before some of them it was like real basic stuff. Yeah, like so, the one the the like they had a lot of growth when they interviewed Trump. Yeah, that was not like a great interview. So this one actually like they were following up shit. Yeah, damn. So w- was this their best one? I think it was. Um, and then also, like, just how based Tucker is, like, you could tell he's just a real-ass dude. Like, yeah. it's really, like he was like, yeah, you know, a lot of the dudes in Canada, they're bitches. Like, he, that's how he talks. Like, he, t- <laughs> he, like, you would think, like, like Tucker was one of our friends. Like, he just, he talked, he's like a real-ass guy. Damn. And, and then he's like, he's like, you know, not every guy in Canada, but, like, man, he's like, the stuff that... That you guys allow, because you know the the full send guys, they're originally from Canada. Oh shit! And, and he's like, yeah, he's like, some of the stuff you guys allow, he's like, man, some of those dudes over there, they're bitches, and and you know, like he he was talking about it, and then he seems like he has like a very good sense of uh, geopolitical affairs, like things that are going on around the world. Um, they asked, they brought up. Uh, Trump and they were like, you know, Trump says that he could fix the Ukraine and Russia situation in 24 hours. He could fix it. And and Tucker was like, well, I don't know about that because he couldn't build a wall in four years. But what I will say to Trump's credit is like he was very balanced. He's like he wasn't like dick riding Trump. Like, oh, yeah, Trump could get it done. He's no, like, I don't know because he couldn't get he couldn't build a wall in four years. He's like, but what I will say is that Trump was one of the first guys to say you don't want, in, at least in, like in recent history, you don't want China and Russia becoming buddy buddy. Like you, that's the one thing you don't want. And he's like, and he was always saying that. And and now we have a White House that seems like that's their goal is to make them become China and Russia to become buddy buddy. And so. Yeah. He he was very he's very knowledgeable he's very based um, and like he talked about a lot of things he joked with them uh, it it was good it was good 
Now, was there anything that, I mean, this is kind of big, what you said, which is like how he is kind of without the 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 Fox Oh, yeah. To- now, I wouldn't say totally different because that same personality and spirit shines through. But yeah. obviously, like, you have to be more refined when you're on TV because you like you can't be cursing and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Not on Fox, at least. Yeah. Know? Now, did, did did was there anything else that you found out or any of the questions that they asked that, that I was like, damn, I didn't know that shit or. Um, I didn't know that like he, I, I don't know how many kids he has cause he didn't give the number, but he says he has a bunch of kids. He's like, yeah. he's like, I got he's like, I have a bunch of kids and he was obviously on some trad content. And he's like, and you guys should reproduce too. Like he was telling them, they're like, yeah, we don't have, we have kids, but like, uh, but that was really the only like trad kind shit that he was on. Like yeah. everything else was like just like some real like red pill based stuff. Yeah. Um I feel that when you're super successful, you could be like you you could be on some trad kind shit in the in the regard of kids. In a way, like, yeah, I know where you're it. coming from. Like yeah. it's it it's sort of but it's a little bit of uh well I guess there he's talking to those guys, so I imagine I don't know like what their level of success is, but it's something that's like a little bit uh, uh, there's a little bit of disconnect like when like a guy like Shapiro says it because it's like dude like you know how many people like are just struggling to buy eggs like yeah. like struggling to like buy enough food to like get to day to day and like yeah. you're over here talking about some like you know you gotta have kids you gotta find no. purpose and marriage and it, like first off first and foremost 100% one of the easiest purposes, and I say that with air quotations, or life's meanings that a man could find is like a family and kids. That that's like, yes, that's like a very like basic purpose. That's like that's like uh, that's a personal purpose. That's even. like a that's like D League purpose. Yeah. Like oh, all right, like I got a wife and kids. They're my purpose. They're my like okay, like there's nothing inherently wrong about that. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. there's there's definitely nothing like outside the box out of the ordinary extraordinary about that yeah and so you see that with a guy like tucker i feel a little bit more than like a guy like shapiro where tucker just he like just talks about like a bunch of stuff and he and he went into his history like you know when he worked for cnn he was i didn't know this that he was in in baghdad the day that uh saddam hussein uh uh yeah when they got saddam hussein um, cause he was, he, he was like doing a, a piece for Esquire magazine at the time. Like, yeah. So you get to learn a lot about him. Um, nothing, nothing about his, nothing about his interview or his, his time on the podcast signified that he was running for president because I know there's like rumors out there circulating that yeah. like he he's I think like I mean I don't know how much he makes from Fox but I know he's like the top dog at Fox yeah. it's like for the amount of money he makes like like why when honestly you probably do more good for the country in the position yeah. that you're in that's something and, and he's young he's he, in his 50s yeah yeah so that that's if that's something that you want to do, save that. Sh- especially you in your prime right now, like you said, you're serving a, a higher purpose. Um, save that shit for later. Like, and it's really not a necessity because you're like you're just 
doing something in a field where there is clearly a lack of talent. Not a lack of talent, lack of transparency. Oh, yeah. And a lack of, like, morality. Like, he really is, like, that's a higher purpose than running for president, in my opinion, because it's like, well, there'll be candidates for that. And politics is politics. And, you know, that's just like. Yeah. And, and they got into some fun stuff, too. Like, they talked about aliens. Like, like it, you could see that he's, like, a real, like, down-to-earth guy that, yeah. like, enjoys, like, just common man talk like they were like like i said they're talking about aliens and stuff yeah. and like you know because uh obviously in recent years there's been more and more revelation from the government that there's definitely shit in that realm that they've hidden and stuff like yeah, that so yeah he's taught he's he talked about that um yeah it's it was it was good it was a, a really good episode um I didn't feel like there was anything more that I wished that they would have asked him. So, in what in what way did they uh, did they grow from the past interview? Oh, just the the questions that they asked, like uh, uh, bless you. They, you, they 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 like they they followed up well with the type of questions, you know, the fact that the conversation led into like the geopolitical realm and. It was a lot of, they talked a lot about culture. He talked about Trudeau and like how grotesque he thinks Trudeau is. Um, they asked him like a, a question, like, you know, how people always say they. It's like, oh, they're in control. Oh, they did this. They did this. He's there like, who is they? Who do you think they is? Which I noticed they asked that to Alex Jones also, like when they had Alex Jones on. Which yeah. Alex Jones, the Alex Jones one, there's no... I don't think there's any video for it. I think it was just an audio one, but uh, oh. they asked Tucker and I thought Tucker's answer was pretty solid. He was like, you know, at the end of the day, I think all of these people, they're controlled by the the biggest elites that run the biggest corporations. And I think ultimately these countries are becoming corporations. And like, you do kind of see that, like yeah. even China basically china china it, it's so crazy and it's just like what a what a uh 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 any any real communist like marx should be turning over in his grave because like you literally use capitalism yeah to be communist like you're you're it's just it, you're you're they're the inverse of the of the capitalists of the united states yeah. that are like which we're going to get to when we talk about Silicon Valley Bank, is like you literally, to, to achieve your goal, you follow none of the principles yeah. you say you believe in. It's like, <laughs> there's a party, and they're like, no, we don't fuck with that. I said, like, no, come party. But but before you come party, you got to up them cheeks. And you up them cheeks, and then you go back, and like, no, no, we're good, we're good. I didn't up them cheeks. It's like, no, bitch, <laughs> you know what you did. Yeah. You're a capitalist. You know what you did to get in this party. <laughs> yeah, man. it's like, uh, f what the fuck is wrong with you? So that's why it's so. It's like, or like, like a like a trad thought, like oh, like I'm I'm yes. I'm, I'm a I'm a traditional woman. I want a husband. I yeah. want oh, but it's Saturday night, and I'm you know Lord knows Yolo. Lord knows who I'm sucking off today. Like that's literally like you motherfuckers are not what you say you are. No. And 
It's so funny because that's what's what's hilarious about communists and how stupid they are. Like the useful idiot communists, not the ones that know what they're doing. Because yeah. like the Pelosi's, believe it or not, Bernie Sanders. I don't. I I think Bernie Sanders is authentic with what he believes. An authentic idiot. He's an authentic idiot, no yeah. doubt. But I I think he genuinely believes the shit will work. Well, well, yes, that's why they don't fuck with him. Like the the yeah. left doesn't really fuck. No, with you're him. right. You're right. One hundred percent. Like that's why they rigged his shit when yeah. when Hillary versus him. That's why we found out that that was rigged. Whoa, 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 whoa. not real want, communism. They want the one. They want the ones that know. Like, yeah, this is some shit we sell to the idiots. Yes. We use this to get more control for us, but we all know that that shit is dumb as fuck. Like, we yeah. all know it's stupid. Like, yeah. it never worked. It never will work. It's the dumbest shit. And even Xi Jinping knows that. Yeah. They all know it. Yes. They all know it. Probably the only, like, out of out of the, 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 the communist, like, world leaders, probably I could see Kim Jong-un's dumbass thinking that that shit is real or, yeah. or like, or like some of the like South American ones. Yeah. But, but, but the more sophisticated communists, they all know that like, it's not going to, it's, it's not meant to work. They're telling you the f tooth fairy still exists. Yeah. Santa Claus it's is like, real. It's like, yeah, man, please. You know, do you believe these motherfuckers? They, they think this shit, <laughs> that I could see that. Yeah. That would be a funny sketch. Like, yeah. like, uh, like a, a world communist meeting. And yeah. like, and like, they're like, like, a, like all the, like, like the million man march, but yeah. like all the dumbass useful idiot communists, they all like meet somewhere like in, I don't know, somewhere in China or some shit, or in Venezuela, and they're all there, like, you know, uh, uh, Soviet Russia, the Soviet Russia types, yeah. China, and all these motherfuckers, and then, like, like they give speeches, and then they go in the back room, like, they're buying this, they actually think they're this shit is going to work, these fucking idiots think, you know, and so anyway, my, my, my point in that, uh, to go back to what Tucker was saying, is that like, I think he called it correctly. He's like, yeah, it's it's like these big time corporations that are running the show and they're putting a lot of money in the coffers of politicians and they're the politicians are serving their yeah. interests. And I mean you basically see it. Like look at look at the pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. Like in what world in what world could somebody speaking of the jab like could somebody put out such a shit product and stay in business and then yeah. also not only that but not have case after case subpoena after subpoena like just yeah. laid into them no it's nothing oh yeah you know uh uh, uh james o'keefe doing god's work could put out a viral expose yeah. And the third highest guy of Pfizer basically revealing their nefarious intentions. No, the government, yeah, yeah, we don't have nothing to say about it. They're still in business and they will remain in business. So that, I mean, yeah. that tells you a lot. That tells you a lot. And what's so great is that Tucker is the only mainstream media voice that talks about this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's important. Actually, even talking about the fact that he was on Full Send, it would be amazing to have him on the Joe Rogan. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? The only reason that I... Because I've thought about that before. I'm like, it doesn't... I don't understand why. Do they not like each other? I don't know if they don't like each other, but I think they see each other as competitors. Because... Because... Like... 
I don't know what Joe Rogan gets a lot of times, like 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 his average episode. But I know a lot of his episodes get like close. The, the his big episodes get close to like eleven million listeners. So obviously that's like way more numbers than Tucker. But it's a different it's a different medium, you know. Yeah. So sometimes I wonder if they see each other as as competitors. So they kind of stay out like, of each other's way. Yeah, I mean I don't know. Other. I could be that. I'm like that's like a total shot in the dark. But yeah. something about it reads to me that they see each other as competitors. I, I could see it because they're both not afraid to talk about shit like yeah. anything. What I will say though for. Tucker doing what Tucker does is a lot harder because, like, oh, yeah. you're dealing with, like, big advertisers. Like, like Tucker has to, like, ride. Like, he, like the, I feel like every night Tucker goes on, he, like, tightrope walks because it's like, I have to make this as based as possible, but it has to be presented in a way where I don't lose, like, too many advertisers. Yes. Whereas, like, Joe Rogan doesn't, like, have to worry about that. Yeah. So, I feel like Tucker is, Tucker's job is, like, a way harder job. Yes. But yeah, because, Tucker, you're really a journalist. Whereas, Joe Rogan, you're, you you uh, you interview people. Exactly. Like, imagine what so you, you do, us, doing, us doing what we do. Because Tucker yeah. essentially talks about... Many of the same topics that we talk about in the political realm, some of them in the cultural realm. Obviously, like when we get into like the the manosphere stuff, he's obviously not going to talk about that stuff. The only manosphere stuff he'll really talk about is like men becoming weak and stuff like that. But his yeah. whole thing is like men need to be stronger to like get a wife and have kids. No. We talk about men being weak, but like not really to like have a wife and have kids. We're like more advanced than that. Yeah. But... He does talk about a, a lot of the stuff that we talk about. So imagine we had to talk about what we talk about, but do it in Tucker's medium. We would it's, have to like change a lot. Yes, a lot of how how we deliver our approach. It, it's it's a it's a harder job. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the stuff that we say, we say it in 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 what's the word? We're very candid. This is like real shit. Authenticity. Yeah, yeah. we're very Which authentic. He's authentic too, but it's just like you still have to be. It's more of a refined. job. Yeah. yeah, it's like that's a you got to remain professional at yeah. all times. And like obviously, yeah, we're professional in the sense of like we'll have your episode every Tuesday. We'll go out there. We'll do the research. We'll 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 tell you what we think. We'll be in the field. Yeah. All that. But it's like we're still like who we are behind closed doors. Is like this is who we are. Yeah. Whereas like. You know, motherfuckers wearing a suit, tie, has fucking, you know, F Fox is, <laughs> it has advertisers waiting to see what the fuck is this motherfucker going to say. And it's like, well, you you got to remain professional. You got to be able, like you said, to stay and remain based, but still do, do a good job and, and remain as professional as possible. Shit, in, in his case, really 100% professional is different. It's a different delivery. Yeah. It's like going to church. Sundays, you know, people are gonna wear their suit, yeah. be on their best behavior, and then fucking the rest of the week they're they're gonna be kicking. One thing I will say, and then we'll move on. That what I will say, seeing him on Full Send podcast, he a hundred percent like if Fox ever like dropped him, which I don't see that happening because like if they dropped him, I think like half of their viewership is gone. No. But if they ever dropped him. 
he a hundred percent can like start his own thing and I th- it would be successful. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. I don't know if it would be Joe Rogan successful, but it would be successful. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that's Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan has done this for so many years. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, he really put the eyes on people that, oh, this is podcasting. This is this thing. So you'd be competing against that. And so I would imagine even Fulson, who has had a, a great start, it's like the longevity of it. Can you keep up? And you and know? and I liked when he, when uh, Tucker had uh, Russell Brand on his show, how Russell Brand talked about, and I remember we talked about it because we had read the article from Bloomberg about the natural immunity and like how no other media company was talking about natural immunity. Why? Because they're all getting funding from Pfizer. Yeah. And. What immunity does Pfizer want you to have? The one that the government cuts them a check every time you you take a dose of it or the one that the good Lord gave you that doesn't cost anything? They want the one where they're going to get the check. So they don't want you knowing about natural immunity. And like the, 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 the fact that Tucker Show allowed russell brand to express that so eloquently i was like that was like a good moment in media history it was like man you know in all the time of all of this virus you never heard anybody being able to talk like that on tv yeah you heard it on the internet for a little bit then the shit would get pulled if it was on youtube yeah it was it was on twitter before musk it would get pulled but you know that's crazy. That's crazy, yeah. and the idea that this dude is on, on not mainstream, but on cable, on a cable news network, and and this is what's popping off. That's that's real decent. It is wild. So, uh, uh, moving on. Uh, speaking of Russell Brand, he did an interview. So I found out about this interview that he did with 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 Stephen Crowder. When Crowder was on Valuetainment, and yeah. and and uh, he said, "Yeah, while I'm here, I'm going to be making my rounds." I think he said he was going to be on Lex Friedman, which I didn't. I didn't see that episode yet. And then he said he was going to be with Russell Brand, and then he at the time he was with uh, Lex Friedman is so monotone. His uh, I feel I, I'd be. It depends on who's on his show. Where I'll watch it. Like when Kanye was, was oh, all right, because Kanye is going to yeah. make it. But like sometimes I'm watching that shit and like it might be interesting stuff, but the delivery is not yeah. the best in my opinion. And I feel like he Lex Friedman tries too hard. He did he Lex Friedman day in and day out did what Tim Pool did when Kanye was on Tim Pool. Like he he tries too hard to like just be in the middle. Like let's be safe. Let's have a safe conversation. Like it's just like, all right, you you know, you could veer a little off to the side once in a while. Yeah. Uh he he tries really hard to be in the like super centered, uh which is okay. There's nothing inherently wrong with that, but yeah. I, I I don't think that's authentic. Like to me, authenticity is like you might be more to the right on this issue, but you might be more to the left on it. To me, that yeah. uh, is more of a sign of authenticity than I'm act- I'm in the center about absolutely everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, uh, 
So yeah, but but Crowder, he was on there. You could tell that the guys at Valuetainment have a lot of respect for Crowder. Yeah. Just like you could see that that Tim Pool had a lot of respect for Crowder. Now, one question that I need to ask you because I obviously we talked about Crowder. We talked about that snake ass shit that he did recording the phone call of Jeremy Boring. And I need help because how do you reconcile on one hand, it's like, damn, dude, like, I'm not mad that you don't rock with the Daily Wire because I could totally see a motherfucker not rocking with the Daily Wire. I just don't like how you went about not rocking yeah. with the Daily Wire. And a lot of how you went about it was just like, it was it was bitch ass. There's just like no other yeah. way that I could phrase it. But... And even he's that so comes with a caveat. He's so great, though, like, yes. and so necessary. Yeah. Like, it's not even, like, it's not even just great because there's greatness that, that, that I could do with it. I'll give you an example. Jay-Z and Eminem, as of late, are great, but they're a greatness I could do without. Yes. Kanye... Is like you're necessary. You're yeah. necessary. Crowder is necessary. And it's like it, yeah, it's like, yeah. damn, it's hard, it's hard to and, and so I to how me, do you, I you gotta like help me through the woods? Like how do you reconcile it? So the reason to me do you, is it denial? Do you just live in the <laughs> <laughs> It is. No, no, um I look at him for what he is, which is an artist. He is literally like an artist. And so it's like the same way that we used to look at rappers when they talked politics. Like, shut the fuck up. You don't know shit about it. So like, yeah, when I look I, at Crowder, he went to Rumble. He didn't start his own thing. They have the infrastructure. They allow him to be who he was on YouTube, which is like, I am manning this shit. I've created this shit. I'm the creator. I'm the creator. I'm the creator. I create sketches stand up uh um uh, change my mind i'm a creator i'm a creator the creator went and tried to do business shit is like bro you don't you don't you have no fucking idea what the fuck you're talking about because the daily wire was in the right cuz they're incurring losses potential yeah. losses in adding you you consider yourself their equal because you're looking at it from the creator standpoint. And yes, on that standpoint, Louder or Crowder is as important as the Daily Wire. They're just not the same Probably thing. Probably more important because like... It's two different battles though. L let me give you an example. The Daily Wire is, all right, cool. All right, all right, Hollywood, all right, cool. We're going to start movies. All right, cool. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, Hershey's, you want that shit? All right, Jeremy's Chocolates. Oh, what the fuck? Uh, so like they're... The Daily Wire is kind of like the Iron Man of this shit. Whereas, like, Crowder is kind of more like the Captain America of this shit. Like, nah, I'm not doing that business shit. Like, Captain America never... His yeah. motive was, like... No, nah, like, this is this is the right thing to do. That There's actually even, like, a... Side, side thing, but quick, quick. Uh, there's a... A side... Um, what, what do they call it? A fan theory... That, like, I don't know if you remember that scene. I forget what movie where the Avengers are trying to pick up Thor's hammer. Yeah. 
there the, uh, i never noticed this but but when when captain america picked it up he actually picks it, it up jerked. Yeah. yeah it jerks yeah i i caught that yeah and so fan theories um because i remember i remember i i never i saw it kind of like shake but not like when you actually when they close it up like it kind of goes a little thor looks like freaked out like oh shit yeah uh, there's a fan theory that says like you know, like he when he when he did that he knew he could pick it up and he was uh, he's just fronting yeah but he was ah you know I don't want to like like steal his thunder yeah like that's like that's like a gentlemanly thing like you know what like that store that store's thing I, I don't really yeah do I this could shit. totally see Cap doing that yeah hundred percent and, and so to that's me, a that's a solid ass fan theory yeah and I was like damn that that's true but like it's like it's Captain America yeah that, that's hundred percent something he 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 would do yeah he would do that like. And so, because also the argument too is like, because it's all about who's worthy. Yes. And it's like in well, if that bitch in in Love and Thunder was able to hold it, like, bitch. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, but that's not. That's just a joke. That's yeah. not actually what I was gonna say. What I was gonna say is like from that point that of the scene that you're describing to. Was in in in, uh, in Infinity? I think Infinity, it was. In, I think it was Infinity in Infinity War. War yeah. Where, or was it Endgame? I, shit. I think it was Endgame. Was it? What, no. When he picks it up. When when he gets it. Oh yeah, Endgame. Endgame. In, in Endgame. That's when Thor's like, I knew it. Yeah. Because he knew from that moment. Yeah. In in, in Endgame. What things from? From that scene, was that in the original, the first Avengers? Um, that, yes, yeah, it was so the first one. What yep. things did Cap do from the first Avengers to Endgame that made him more worthy than anything that he did prior? Because like his whole origin is so worthy. Like yes. he was like the scrawny dude yes. that like he wanted to sign up for World War II to fight for his country. And like he was willing to always defend people, no matter how little he was. Remember the scene where he jumped on the grenade, where he thought it was a grenade, yeah. a real grenade, and like he jumped on it to save the guys, and it turns out it was a dud. And like, like this dude is like the the worthiest of the worthy. So like, what in all that time from his origin up into the first Avengers movie, like. What were his actions more worthy then, or like what happened between Avengers? to end game were yeah. they more worthy it's just like so i could totally see that what you're saying that he was probably able to pick it up in in the avengers yeah yeah it's like that he's just a worthy as individual and in that regard although steven crowder at, on the surface level is very tony stark just like how he is he kind of has that eccentric feel to him he is not a businessman no, but you, you is could, you could necessary. see that with how he operated. Yeah, but he's like such a pivotal part. Because because I want you to finish yeah. your point, but because like once you saw Jeremy Boring side of that whole debacle, yeah, I was like, I like why is Steven like so offended? Like I yeah. I get it. Like and and I understand maybe they're not the best terms, but then just be like, nah, bro, like this is not for me. Yes, and that's where you and I come. Uh, come into the picture because there have been situations in, w in which we've dealt with like business terms that did not work for us. No, we didn't like have a fit. We just understood like, oh, that works for him. 
that works for them that's totally not in the realm of where we're going so we can live with the fact that this was a de- this was a, a a business deal that didn't materialize and it's okay that's fine no love lost whatever you guys do you we will do us and that's it the cost of freedom and the cost of you running your shit is yes you probably won't grow as big or as fast but you own everything you run your shit the way you you want to run it and so it's like to me that's where i think crowder didn't understand that like you trying to hear people out is you trying to join them that's not going to work yeah if you really want the true freedom which i think that the way he has his stuff it it works better with him working on his own as a creator yeah. and then just having someone kind of host him and so yeah like I, I the way i justify it is like he's out of his depth when it comes to business yeah and so whatever but, not still doesn't give him a pass in the sense of like you fucked up like you shouldn't have done that but i can kind of remove the the artist from it and be like, all right, I understand his brain. I I understand what he means, but that's just not how things work. And and not everybody is able to have that level of, of duality. Like, like how we like, we've been able to in the past, like we've literally been able to be like, Oh man, like this beat is dope, man. This producer did a good ass job and like be so enthusiastic about it. But nah, they're not fucking with us on the terms. I right, we're out. Like yes. it's literally like yes. you gotta shut part of your one part of what you are or who you are. You gotta shut it down because this other part is not going to work cohesively with with you know those particular terms. And and we've done that. I well, we've told the story before. We're like how we we did the pre production. We scouted for. Our first music video, yeah. we had a, 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 a director, but that was the other thing. We were we were going the route of, all right, well we're gonna do we're gonna get a director, and then and then right at the end of the meeting, he talked about some like like weird like oh, like, yeah. like whack shit that we didn't want. And we're like, well no, we don't want that. Yeah. Oh well, if I can't put that, I don't want to do it. It's just like, all right, well then you're not gonna do it then, yeah. and then. We'll direct our own shit. We'll just get a videographer to do what yes. we want him to do. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. And and we learned, all right, like getting a director is not always the best route. Just getting somebody to film our vision is what we really exactly. need. And so, yeah. And, but we're the people that like we want control of the creativity because we are creatives. Yeah. You know, because like we've been in the world where we've said, oh, we'll do your video. And we understand, like, if you if we're gonna do your video, you're gonna want us to do your video. Yeah. But then they're like, oh, well, uh, um, I we really don't have an idea. You guys could just go with what you want, right? Which is fine, cause like then, I remember when we did direct a music video, that shit was fun. Like, all right, we could do this. Yeah. All right, the part, like, this would be the vibe. But to me, it's like, well, then you're not really a hundred percent an artist, right? Or a creator. If like every song that we've done together, I've visualized things like even if we never did it like like rowdy yeah i visualized the color schemes the red the like i just i had a vision to what this looks like to me yeah um when i hear music 
it's weird because when I do music, I think about the visuals. When I watch, uh, when I'm seeing things, then I think about what music. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Like it, to me, like to us, I think we both we we have like a sense of like if if we're watching something, if we're looking at something, we want to put sound to it. Yeah, it's like it's like the whole experience. Honestly, even when I like uh, when when I post like a picture or a tweet on my Instagram story, you put music all the time. <laughs> and, and when I don't, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. I'm like, it's just I need something to like really capture the statement that's being made here. Yeah, yeah because that's just, that's a full experience. Like I like, and I think in general you live a more satisfied life oh it's abundant it's definitely like when you have an appreciation for art and and those types of things it's it's a more yeah i think it's definitely a more abundant life um even going down the rabbit hole of like interpreting things you know yeah that like that that might be uh uh you know kind of like like uh um what's the word i'm looking for like ambivalent like you know yeah. ambiguous rather ambivalent yeah. ambiguous it's like you know it's like damn it's open to more than one interpretation and like getting yes. into discussions like what do you think like i remember like when we talked about the end of inception like oh do you think he was still in a dream or was it reality it's just like that's badass you let your imagination go yeah. wild like damn like you start thinking of the nuances of the film things that you might have missed before oh, was it real was it not but uh, that's that's uh that's what's badass about it. Yeah, and and so yeah, so I, I, you did kind of help me reconcile a little bit with Crowder because like that's the thing that that's just like man, it's just like man. Even the value tainment guys, they're like you. you he's necessary. Yeah. It's like especially for where like politics is right now. It's just like man, dude, we need you. Yeah, like, we, we need you. It literally felt like there was a huge void. Oh yeah. All this time that they've been gone, yeah. Because I actually do watch their shit. Yeah, I watch their too. highlights. Me too. So I felt like man, and, and then it's funny because like when 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 he had he's been having like those little ads, people are like, man, we've been waiting. We it's like you do have a market, and and like we you're needed, you're needed. Just like when I listen to Jay Z and my man used to talk about fucking his side of the political. I was like, ah, I'm gonna ignore that. Jay-Z, I fucking love you. <laughs> I need you. I need your music. This is necessary. This is necessary to me. But imagine if for that, if for music, I was like, I've, you're a necessity. When it comes to society, this uh, Crowder is a necessity. So it's like, yeah, I, I can look past it and I can be like, you're wrong on that. And maybe that won't be the way he sees it, Steven Crowder. But, you know, you know like... You're wrong on that, but, like, you're the best at what you do. Yeah, yeah, he's good. And the fact that you're going to Rumble, like, this is amazing shit. Because now, even the fact that you went there is is huge. Because we were talking in pre-production how, like, if Rumble gets big, you, you brought up a very good point. You said if they get a big player, like a YouTube uh, uh, per- personnel that, like, that that have millions of views but haven't been banned and you sign them over to Rumble and you're exclusive in Rumble now you've now you've really become the competitor of YouTube yeah cause right now you're kinda like the one that checks YouTube cause I think it, it could get to the point where YouTube's gonna be like fuck 
Yeah. We keep banning people. Now they we're really there. just giving these motherfuckers yeah. free attention. So, so. Because at what point, at what point do advertisers start saying, damn, motherfuckers are getting big time on Rumble, right? And all this woke ESG shit, which we're about to talk about in the next segment, that shit ain't panning out. <laughs> So yeah, I'm I'm gonna advertise where the eyes and the audience is. I'm not gonna. It don't have nothing to do with the content. It's where's the audience because yes. for my product because this is getting all bad. Yeah, yeah. So that that's it's it's the way it works. It's like, Darwinistic. Like like the uh, that whole uh, with the International Women's Day when Hershey's put out that trans ass yeah. ad. And then, you know, Jeremy uh, Boring from the Daily Wire, he did Jeremy's Chocolate. Yeah. And I think they sold, like, in a few days, like, 300,000 candies. Like, yeah. I was like, damn. You know, that obviously, I'm sure Hershey sells way more. But the idea that it's just, like, you're able to do that. Yes. You know, I mean, how much money did they probably make off of yeah, that? Yeah, that's why, to me, that, that that's what makes the Daily Wire such a necessity in that in in, in their realm. Because it's like... They're creating platforms for people where they can compete yeah. against the, well, the I know wokeness. You were, yeah, 100%. You and I talked about this. The Daily Wire, are they, the Daily Wire to be regarded as, as, as big time? Because first off, like the Academy Awards or no shit like that, they'll never like... Even if they put out like the year's best movie, they'll never, they'll never acknowledge it. Yeah. But... But when they buy Star Wars, that's that's that, yeah, <laughs> great as shit, great as shit. Imagine <laughs> Jordan Peterson plays Darth Vader. <laughs> Luke, I am your father, Bucko. <laughs> great as shit. <laughs> it's Andrew Tate. No, <laughs> bad as shit. <laughs> great as shit. Brad great Co as rendition. Brad Cooper as Princess Leia. Hell <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. no. <laughs> and, and shit. He, he damn near sounds like him. Uh, ben Shapiro's Yoda. <laughs> yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great as shit. <laughs> I like it. But uh, but but uh, but now nah, um, if they get some, if if they're able to get like a top dog filmmaker. Like imagine like a, they get like Mel Gibson to like direct a movie for them. Yes. Like how now fuck when you you go to you go to Flickster and you you get the the Rotten Tomatoes or Rotten Tomatoes period you get the Rotten Tomatoes and the and the audience score. Yeah. And in recent years we've seen a massive disconnect between audience scores and and critic scores like yes. it didn't used to always be like that no and and, and it, it wasn't it, it we weren't we didn't always have such a a contrast but now more and more we see a contrast because audience rate off of you know the, all this woke shit this agenda driven shit even honestly and it's very relevant brendan fraser he won the oscar for best actor for the whale yeah. Um uh I watched the whale and it's funny because the whale is 65 on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not certified fresh. Yeah. And the the critics that gave it a bad rating, it's because they didn't like the portrayal of obese people. 
Yeah. Not the performance, not the lighting, not the script, not not the not the color tones, nothing from a, a technical filmmaking yeah. aspect. Oh, they just yeah. it, it, we didn't like the portrayal of obese people. This is fat shaming, blah blah blah. But the woman keen is probably fucking a fucking certified fucking tomato and, and right and trash certified it. fresh and so my my point is my my and and I I overall thought the the whale was a good movie sad but like from a technical aspect I was like this is a well very well made movie and Brendan Fraser acted his ass off yeah so that's what you get so and and you're seeing more and more audiences not really care about what critics have to say yeah. anymore. So this is like this would be a perfect time for the Daily Wire, and then Mel Gibson, us already knowing where he stands on things, yeah. and already Hollywood, Hollywood already has one foot in the pool of like not wanting to fuck with dude. Yeah. So um, to me that would be a perfect time, and then and then Mel Gibson's talking about doing the the resurrection of the Christ. Yeah. To me that is like all the chips, all everything, the stars are aligned for yeah. the Daily Wire to be like, yo, dude, like, just make sure that in the clause is no alcohol, so he doesn't like <laughs> upset Ben Shapiro. <laughs> oh, fuck, I didn't think about that. That's yeah. Well, no, man, you're right. No. You no, know, I, I, think, I totally didn't think about that. He hates Jews. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking Jew. <laughs> no, yeah, but, you know, I and I could see Ben Shapiro like like not rocking with you th- him. You think he'd be upset, or you think? I don't know, because on one hand, you'd be like, man, it's like I need that Jew gold. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you, you need that that yeah. Mel Gibson money. But yeah. on the other hand. I don't know. Like the whole passion of the Christ was basically like, yeah, Jews did this is their fault. Yeah, nothing wrong with the world. So yeah, I you know I I was saying all that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I didn't even think about. I think they would still. I, I think they would still. Based off of the fact that like you know, my man is my man's is shunned, and whatever your difference of opinion is, it, it is what it is. It's like, that's gonna that would bring so many people to the Daily Wire just to see that movie. Yeah, yeah. And and you'd have to just look it's at like, it from the perspective of, and, and you don't really need ML a, a crazy cast. Yeah. You just need if you're going to get Jim Caviezel to play Jesus again, yeah. and I'm, like he doesn't seem like he has that many roles, so I don't know how expensive he is. Yeah, and then really like then you got to pay Mel Gibson. Like you basically got to pay him what he wants. But then after that, like you know, he makes his movie. Yeah. Oh my God! I yeah. I every a bunch. I would sign back up for the Daily Wire to watch it. Yeah, it, it will, it, it, and it would also legitimize you in the sense of like, wow, these are just like in nobody's. the realm of movies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like people would be like, damn. Like after this, people would actually care. Like, what's the next thing you're producing? Yes. Yeah, they'll be like, okay. Well, we have the this up and coming writer, and you know he's under this and. You know, you'll just start having more talent looking your way. Yeah. And so uh, I think and, and I think that's what they were kind of excited about with trying to rock with Crowder is like they definitely like they would have just signed their most talented person. Yes. Yeah. But again, just based off of how they are and it being their thing, I think it would have ended with. Steven Crowder frustrated. Yeah. You know, because I I think they would be, oh, well, you can't 
say certain things like this. You can't say, you know what I'm saying? Because advertisers. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just don't think it would have. Pan- like, I, I think the Daily Wire would not have worked out. Um, it would have been th- the better option than like a Prager U or some shit like that. But you need some. For, for the way he does his stuff, I just feel like you got to go independent. Yeah. And like be hosted. And let them handle like pushing you, and then you just focus on your material, and and let the, the basically the the biggest thing is just like don't get in the way of what I'm doing, yeah. which Rumble is not going to get in the way of that because they're that's that's their thing. Yeah, like that, that's in a way they're kind of compromised. You can't really be like, oh, we well, can't. Well, no, no, but YouTube does that same thing, so you can't do the same thing. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, you just, I guess, say it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that, not that, like, they would say anything outrageous, but just, like, the way they would joke. But but today, today, what's considered outrageous yeah, is, is anything. It, anything yeah. is outrageous. Yeah. Men can't, men can't be women. Oh, my God, that's outrageous. Oh, all right, cool. Well, I'm banned. Canceled. So, moving on, final segment of the show, the end is near, the collapse, it's around the corner. <laughs> yeah. uh, Silicon Valley Bank, it has collapsed. Uh, from what I read, the second largest bank collapse in the history of the country. Now, Silicon Valley Bank, it's based in... California, a lot of their business ventures were in, uh, you know, like venture capitalist type type realms, startups, tech companies, stuff like that. And they were very, they had the, the ESG agenda very embedded oh, in yeah. their business model. Now, for people that don't know what ESG is. Uh, I became very familiar with it when I read Woke Inc. by Vivek Ramaswamy. I recommend that book. He's also running for president. Um, I actually started his second book, Nation of Victims. Yeah. Um, uh, ESG is it stands for Environmental Social Governance. So basically, when you see all these corporations pushing what we call wokeism the woke stuff and you know the the inclusivity uh uh a diversity agenda for the sake of just the agenda and not the actual content or service or product just for the sake of the agenda that is driven by ESG perfect example of ESG is when was it June comes around Pride Month and all these companies switch their logos to the rainbow colors, but only the companies when they're in countries in the West, because those same companies wouldn't dare change their logos to rainbow when they're in Middle Eastern nations. No, hell no. They don't do that. So that shows that that's a clear cut sign to let you know how authentic they truly are about what it is you know they say they for they say they're for and esg basically is propagated by vanguard and blackrock basically telling these companies well if you're doing if you don't do this stuff you're not going to get a good score and if you don't get a good esg score you're less likely to get the money that you need 
to succeed for yep. your business. So obviously, that's what they do. Um, so that's important to say because, like we, I just said, these companies that do the ESG and have ESG embedded in their in in the ESG agenda embedded in their business model. It's not based off of the betterment of the good or the service or the business. It's just for the sake of the agenda. So now what we take it back to the conversation of meritocracy. Are you succeeding? Are you doing well? Are you operating based off of the merits of your business, the ingenuity the product, the service, how the quality, all of that stuff. The understanding of the the science behind it. Exactly. Are you operating off of that or are you operating off of diversity, inclusivity? Who's the gayest? Who's the transist? Who's the trans employee of the month? Or are you operating off of that stuff? And you ask you ask those goofies, what happens if you raise interest rates? And they don't know. I don't. They don't I'm know. Fucking trans. <laughs> exactly, oh, okay. and that is where we're at. We're at. We're at the point. Well, let, let's not forget that Biden picked his vice president and his Supreme Court justice pick just off of them being a black woman. Yeah. Yes. Not. Not who was the most qualified. Nothing. It was it was just off of who was a black woman. So that is the world that we live in. We live in a world where it's not about the merit, the quality, anything like that. And we are seeing more and more that businesses are operating like that. Now, you have that as the backdrop. You have those. Those are the people. And I hope I did a good job establishing who the people are that are making the decisions. For these companies, these corporations, you these did, institutions. But also, this is uh, a backdrop that has not been explained by really anyone else. Oh, no. I've seen the technical stuff, which we're going to get to, but the backdrop is important. The backdrop is important because these are the ones making the decisions. Now, we're about to get to the technical stuff, and the technical stu- stuff, stuff starts in the year 2020. That's when the technical stuff starts. But, but the backdrop is these are the people that are making the decisions. Now let's rewind the clock back to 2020. And in 2020, you have the virus of unknown origin. You have hysteria. You have fear-mongering to the utmost. And you have a good president that makes some bad decisions. Yes. Very costly decisions. Costly decisions. And one of the decisions was you bent the knee, you gave in, you gave in to this stuff, and the money printer started going burr. And it didn't stop going burr for some years. And it didn't stop going burr even after that president was out of office. And it, it only went burr because... He wanted to try to have a chance to get reelected and it didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work. So now we say all of that be and I and 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 I I, I have the, the 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 caveat of saying it was a good president that made some bad decisions. Now we have a bad president that makes bad decisions, yeah. always makes bad decisions. 
the very different thing. You had a yeah. good president that made some some bad decisions, and now we have a bad president that always makes bad decisions. So two two totally different yeah. s- scenarios. But wait, there's more. <laughs> and it and, and the money printer continues to go burr. Uh, uh, proposed budgets that are outrageous. Yeah. And so what happens is when, again, going back to, to the backdrop that we established, when you have businesses that are not running off of the principles and the foundations of what a business should run off of, and they're running off of borrowed money because interest for a long time was very cheap and money was very cheap to borrow. It's invisible. The problems are are not visible because you don't, because the money is so cheap. But what happens when this bad business model meets interest rates that start to rise, yes. which we've seen since last year, the interest rates have gradually yes. rose. And the reason they rose is because Inflation. that good president that made some bad decisions and that turned over the office to the bad president that always makes bad decisions, they caused a lot of inflation from all the money printing, from that that, that money printer going burr. Yeah. They caused a lot of they caused a lot of inflation to the point where uh a carton of eggs is like six dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh you can't find anything in the grocery store under five dollars and Things are expensive. U.S. Uh, mortgages are the highest car, they have been in a while. Car payments, highest. astronomical. So you have all of that. You have, have all of that. And the Fed, to try to cool the inflation, they have to raise rates. Well, what happens when these businesses, with the backdrop that we established earlier, that the ESG type people running it, what happens when... They don't make enough money from their bad business moves and their bad business plan to make the payments yeah. on the interest that they owe because they've been r- living and running off of borrowed yeah. money. And that is what happened. And was- overvaluation because because of inflation, everything was oh, overvaluated. Yeah. So now you had all well, this it money was, to work it was, with. It was overvalued because of inflation and it was overvalued because of the ESG agenda, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's like, oh, well, this company has a diverse board and, and everything like that. Honestly, you would see that shit sometimes in Robin Hood. Yeah. Like when you look at the analysis, it'll be like, oh, uh, analysis say that this is a good stock to buy because this board is diverse and they, they plan on like, what the fuck does this have to do with this bread? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 Apparently, so so yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because of inflation, but be also because of of bad business, yeah. really bad business. But let me put it in perspective too. The numbers, tens of billions, was what SVB was worth. Once the overvaluation, the inflation, and all this, all the then the print money, uh, print going burr. They started buying U.S. Treasuries, U.S. bonds, knowing that when you make the printer go burr, there will be inflation that follows. This is, this is economics 101. Like, this, any average Joe Schmo that takes, like, one semester of economics or business will know this. Yet they bought those, those, those U.S. Treasuries, those U.S. bonds at that price. 
And so when you buy them, it's like what they do, like a ten-year yeah. term or whatever, and then uh, a, a yield of four percent. But the interest rates go up, the value of that bond goes down. So because interest rate went up so fast, like they literally were not gonna, they were gonna be in the negative. They were oh wow. So so then everything that they were worth was not even at like where. It could be managed. It was like there was no liquidity. No liquidity, yeah. <laughs> so they started pulling money like, oh, shit, we're fucked. And well, and that's, that's why. that's when you get a run on the bank. People yep. were going, it's like, damn, this bank is running out of money. I want to go get my money out of the bank so I don't lose my money. Yes. And that is where we're at. Now, where it gets scary is that this is not the only bank in the nation that has been operating yes. like that. <laughs> That and that's where the thing gets scary. This is not a one-time situation. Three have already went down. Exactly. And so, what now? You know what what happens now? Do we? You know, do we? Is this is this the beginning of the collapse? Yeah. You know, and 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 this is where you know the people, our type of people, they're they're speculating, they're predicting, yeah, and it's hard to know exactly, but we don't have the best conditions at hand to help the situation from the White House to the situation with yeah. inflation to the things that that. The White House plans to do like the the proposal that Biden just the budget proposal that Biden just made. Yeah. And in there, Tucker Carlson was talking about it the other day. Diversity and inclusion is mentioned. I don't know how many times climate is mentioned. I don't know how many times equity is mentioned. I don't know how many times, but inflation. No, nothing. Well, this the, is these are the people in charge. Well, this is the scary part because now the Fed and the FDIC started this whole loan thing for these banks. So, but like they're breaking all their rules. You know how yeah. like they have the two hundred fifty and yeah. shit. And, oh, everything's gonna run because fine. Because basically, yeah. what this is, what what this is, it's a bailout for for bad business decisions. It's a bailout for the woke agenda. It's a bailout for the elites. Yes. Because that's the thing. Crony capitalism. <laughs> that's those, those are their people. Yeah. Those are their people. Yeah. And so that's And, not and fair. what they're doing from what I've gathered, and Thomas Massey from Kentucky, he was tweeting about this. He was saying that basically what they're doing is the FDIC, they're taking all the scratch that they would be using, so like, you know, you're insured up to 250, I'm insured up into 250, that guy's insured up to 250. They're taking all the, the, the insurance money that would be for every other blue-collar Joe Schmo, huh. and they're pooling it to give to these people Yeah. Huh. When, when that's not how this shit works. That's the only reason? Because this really is like some like so out now, of the... So now if things if things hit catastrophe level, these motherfuckers got their money back, but you probably won't. Yes, yes. And I would like to say that Jerome Powell, given w like what he's been doing in the last year, has actually been doing a solid job. Because, you know... People don't like the fact that interest rates are going up, but they have to go up. But I swear to God, 
If inflation, Honestly, they should have been going up like since since Trump was in office. Yeah, it really should have been. And that's the thing. I'll say this: they haven't been a hundred percent honest. Um, but if you're, but it, you're gonna realize like they're never going to be. They're always gonna be like if they see a fucking avalanche coming, they're like, oh, no, everything's fine, and and they look at it like, well, there's fifty percent of the population is dead because of this avalanche, but we got to keep the other fifty percent. Like somewhat feeling optimistic because we'll need the optimism because that's how it all works, right? Be optimistic. And so what I don't want to see is them lowering the interest rates to help these motherfuckers. And, and, and the thing is... I've read that that's what they're considering. Well, Goldman Sachs is saying, oh, well, we should... No, 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 no. The reason why these companies are going down is precisely because r- rising the interest rates will kill all what the weak motherfuckers. Exactly. But that's the thing, and we've seen this since 2008. Yeah. They never want to kill what needs to die. Yeah. They never that's this this is where we're at. This is what the the, the example that that we used earlier about about the communists that use capitalism to become com- to to uh, propagate communism. Yeah. These motherfuckers, they're supposedly capitalist, but when it's time to be a capitalist, they become socialist. Yes, yeah. Oh, money, air, government. Print it. Government, print. We need the money. Nah, like, when are y'all gonna win? Not Bush, not Obama, not Trump, not Biden. None of these motherfuckers have the balls to be like, some motherfuckers are gonna die. Like, it's time. Like, Like, you know, and then... And then the businessmen that time and time again that have proven themselves, even though they're on a smaller level than than some of these big players, but have proven themselves time and time again, they got to pay all kind of taxes and they got all these kind of hoops to jump through and all these regulations and all of this stuff. But they're businessmen and they've proven themselves time and time again. Imagine imagine a bank ran like you and I run yeah. run our business. Yeah. Oh. The, that'd be the, the that'd be the bank. That'd be yeah. the, the, the Everyone's gonna bank with us. <laughs> these you know, but, but 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 yeah. these motherfuckers that that have a degree or or peep this. I was reading on on uh, Twitter the other day. Let me see if I can find it really, 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 really quick. On Twitter the other day, the uh, do you follow Unusual Whales? The the Twitter account Unusual Whales. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to check. They be ex- they expose people. It's pretty interesting, like how they how they get down. But uh, I'm trying to find it. Uh, there's this guy. He used to work for Lehman Brothers. Right before they collapsed, still looking. Hopefully, I can find it. If I can't, it's fine. Oh, I've seen their post. I don't. I'm gonna start following them though. Yeah, he. I. I can't find it. Um, he used to work for Lehman Brothers before they collapsed. He was a big shot at Lehman Brothers. Lehman Brothers, notorious, made a lot of bad decisions. A guy that should have never worked in the financial industry ever again after what took place at Lehman Brothers. Yeah. Guess who he works for? 
for the Biden administration? Silicon Valley oh, Bank. Si- oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Of course. There we go. SVB. You took the brightest and the youngest. Right here. There we go. Meet Joseph Gentile. He was chief administrative officer at Silicon Valley Bank. Prior to joining the firm in 2007, he served as CFO for Lehman Brothers. Apparently, this motherfucker so should these, not be doing this. But that's my point. Is like, yeah. That's the problem with not living in a meritocracy. You get to be shit at one job and then go and be shit at another job making yeah. millions of dollars. Yeah. Meanwhile, the average Joe, the blue collar guy, he can't make a mistake. He has yeah. to play the game perfectly. Yeah. He has to play the game perfectly. You and I, what have we always said? We're where we're at because one thing we always knew was since very young, and you and I have had these conversations, is we know that there's only one or two mistakes you can make before it's game over. Yeah. We have friends that have made those mistakes and it's basically game over for them. Yes. These guys, they get to make the biggest mistakes. The biggest mistakes. And and it's not game over. No, it's another try. Bail them out. (laughs) Let's bail them out. And and the reason why the stock market wasn't all red today was because of that. What the FDIC and the feds, that, that whole long Cheating, thing. the rigging, yeah. the rigging of the system, like they did for the GameStop situation, like they keep doing. Yeah, because that shit, today would have been historic. And all it does is push the reckoning further down the road, but makes it that more drastic when the day comes. Yeah. It's going to make it that much but, worse. But there's a thing. This is one like, thing. Like, imagine way back when, if in 2008... There was never a bailout. Oh, it would have been bad. But where would we be right now? We would be right now in an environment where it was complete and utter skill, proficiency, and meritocracy in financial industry. You got to be the best. There's no bank putting out no public service announcement about the latinx women on their board that yeah. lived in a border town and in that uh, pr- public service announcement it says nothing about their how good they are and their proficiency at banking which silicon valley bank did such a public service announcement we wouldn't live in a world like that because yeah. 2008 would have been so catastrophic that it'd be like no this is this this is this is the game for the realest yeah. and the illest yeah we need now nah, nah, oh well uh so-and-so came out of the closet trans diversity all this shit that doesn't yeah. have anything to do with that bread yeah that it's 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 sad but but the biggest most important it's going to be this month i think march 22nd when the fed decides what they're going to do so that day It'll be like, well, the interest rates went up, which I'm hoping go up. I mean, obviously, nobody likes interest rates to go up, but like, it just has. To, what's what's more dangerous? Um, not letting these motherfuckers fail or dealing with soaring inflation. Because if we if we stop the fight on inflation, which, I mean, it's doesn't look like it's it's doing too good. Yeah, as a, yeah. So I imagine. It, it, the, these rates need to go up a, a lot more. Yes, and they and that's literally what Jerome Powell said last week. That's why the stock markets plummeted was because he was like, "Yeah, no, uh, everything we've done has done nothing. 
and we have to be more aggressive. So we're going to be way more aggressive, and, and there's going to be more interest rate hikes uh, after one another. But PPP and Stimmy, <laughs> PPP and Stimmy, remember? Yeah. Remember well, PPP and Stimmy? So, no. Worth it. Too worth it. <laughs> Rise them. Raise them. Too worth uh, it. Yes. Hell no. Yeah, though. But, but man... It has to it has to go up this month. That's when they'll My man's gave in though, man. Yeah. Didn't he? Yeah. he? Just I would have been dude, honestly, I would have been two weeks. Y'all need to get back to work. Honestly, you, though, the most I would have done, honestly, from a government standpoint, I would have been like, if you're not comfortable going back to work, I'll put out some sort of order. I don't know what there is out there for this. I'll put out some sort of order where your job can't fire you. But you're not getting any money. This is just your job will be there when you're ready to come back. Because some people may be sick, have asthma. They don't feel good about the virus being out there. But you don't get no money. This is just like your job is there. They can't fire you. But that's it. But no money is being printed. So like if motherfuckers don't work, hope you have a good savings account. Or hope Who's you have say? a sugar daddy. I don't know how you motherfuckers yeah. do it. But but you got to go back to work. Well. Especially the healthy ones. <laughs> yeah. The young healthy ones. Hell nah. If you don't go to work, you're getting fired because there's yeah. no reason. Like after the two weeks, but nah, nah. The and the media was to blame too because they, they, oh, he's not doing enough. Well, that's the thing. That was that was what what was hard. Um, I in a way I understand. Everybody, that the, the their biggest line was, look at all these deaths you're responsible for. You're responsible for all these deaths. Look at all these deaths you're responsible for. And at the time, if you died because you had COVID, but like you had an underlying issue that was way more serious than COVID, it was a COVID death. Yeah. So they there doctored those numbers. There have been documented numbers. situations where people yes. died in car accidents and they declared it a COVID death. Yes. And, and the thing is, a lot of hospitals were getting funded fund funds because of this shit. Yeah, the COVID thing. It, uh, it's all federal yes, money. Yes. Them. The 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 pharmaceutical companies get a check cut every time a motherfucker takes a jab because the jabs are free. Yeah. If if people had to pay yep. for the jabs, they wouldn't be taking nope, them like the nope, way nope, that they nope. took them. And so to me, at that point, you're right. He Trump said, "Well, I gotta win this shit. So whatever." Let's do it this way because I got a campaign to run. But and, and you the, lost anyway. And the you would have lost regardless. He always was able to beat the media. So sometimes I wonder, he might have been able to beat them again. Maybe at first it would have been like, damn, this is bad. But towards the back end, yeah. he might have been able. Because he always there was never one victory that the media ever had on Trump. He always beat them. Yeah. Well, it's true. But they literally created this whole thing. It was a world event. And they kept... Uh, I think that's where Trump was like, oh, shit, the fuck? Like, every... There's countries stopping shit. It's like... And, and it was... Fuck them. Yeah. And, and well... When, US, when he saw it, he looked at US. it like, this is the whole world, yeah. And, I know it's easy for me to say from a podcast. I yeah. get it. I get it. And it's like... But... I think he was looking at how everyone was going to just... And some of, there was some um, polls that said like how he's handled the virus, not good. It was more more so like not not very good. Like the the, the higher percentage, so he probably looked at some of those polls and like fuck. Like I gotta 
be more balanced about this shit. They they did. I mean, let's not forget. Um, what's that show? Black Mirror. That that the first episode of Black Mirror, the show on Netflix, was literally about this, like how politicians will look at polls, statistics, and all that shit that what's trending, and they'll cater their shit like to that. In that episode, wasn't it like if you had uh, sex with that pig or whatever, you could save someone's life or some shit? Remember that episode? No. What the fuck yeah. yeah, like we were talking about it. It was like it was a wild ass episode. It was wild. I was like, "Well, this is." I was talking about that with you. I never yeah. talked about that. With you. Oh, you got it. You never watched that episode? Nah. That like is a perfect representation of of, of this shit. Like. At first, how does so it, somebody, uh, so somebody, a group of people or some some mass motherfuckers kidnap like this person. I think she was like uh, the daughter of a politician or whatever, and they kept t- tweeting it like, "Oh well, we're gonna kill her if he doesn't do this or whatever." So at first, the politician, I think he's the president in, in, in the show. It's been a while. It's, it's this is years ago. He's like, no, I'm not going to do that shit. No, we're not going to do that. But then the polls start coming out how, like, the public is like, this guy is fucked up. We're not reelecting him. Uh, So they want him to do, like, some wild stuff. Yes. So so, So so, it's like, like, basically, it's basically presenting to the audience, like, at what point do you bend the knee to demands? Yeah, I I see. To the people. Because the, the way the polls were, he ended up fornicating with a pig. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Because of public sentiment and and like i thought that shit was brilliant like that episode was you, you, a mind fuck. You know, i i remember i saw one i i saw one that was kind of like that they they seemed to like had like like to use that theme and premise of like uh blackmail or like like at what point do you give in to demands because there was one I think we're like this dude was like beating his meat to some porn or something. Yeah. And then like, I guess like some hackers were like, "Oh, w- uh, we we videotaped you yep. uh, yeah. being your meat, so like we're going to send it to your friends and family if you don't do this." So he started like doing everything, but every time he did it, if I'm not mistaken, they like asked for something else. Yes. And it was funny because I forgot like this was years ago who I was talking to about it. But I remember I I said like they asked me oh what would you do I'd be like I'd be like send it send send it like motherfuckers are gonna see yeah. the largest and in charge <laughs> but, or the world will see my joint yeah, yeah I'm like send it like I'm not gonna give into it like, yeah, that's like the, whatever like the Kevin Hart the Kevin Hart approach yeah when they try to blackmail him because my man was out here fucking he's like, hey I fucked up I'm an idiot shouldn't have done but it but I'm not giving in yeah but I'm I'm like, send in. it send it motherfuckers gonna see the, the <laughs> <laughs> Listen, a, a, a bunch of mothers are going to live the rest of their life not feeling like men. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but, I'll beat but that, you. that's how I would be. I'm yeah. not going to give in. Like, yeah, but but yeah, yeah. Okay, I see what you're, I see the the correlation. But it's funny because like a lot of a lot of the best people in media and and politics, real like. Not the best, but like the motherfuckers who like get it, it's all PR. Yeah. It's all PR. And all right, I know you're going to attack me this angle, so I'm going to use this. Exactly. And you know, the moment where I think Donnie T had all the capacity 
to beat the media is after he got the virus. I thought, <laughs> I thought you were about to say beat the meat. <laughs> what the? Jesus, what's on your mind? <laughs> the pig and dude no, who's beating but, uh, shit. But no, after he got the virus? Yeah. Because now it's like, well, I did it. Yes. People can do it. You guys need it's time to go back to work. Like yeah. I, I that would have been like all right, but but he Big did Pharma it. was his downfall. Yeah. Big Pharma was and then the cutting of the red tape for yeah. Yeah, like like uh Yeah. I mean, those are just all these big institutions and you have to understand that like you're going really against all the biggest institutions. Oh yeah. They're all in bed with each other. The yeah, FBI, Hollywood, FBI, uh uh Big Pharma, Pharma. yeah. Na- uh, the basically the media, NATO, yeah. like the, even yeah, even other, other countries, countries don't like you the way you do your the shit. The damn the country's election apparatus, everything. Yes. Yeah, you were going I mean, that's why that's why like he'll always be such a legend yeah. because it's like perhaps has he, like truly David versus Goliath. Yeah. Yeah, and perhaps even if he would have taken the approach of like, no, I'm not going to shut it down, he would have went down, but I think it would have been less damage. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, he, it would have been like, it, it would have, he that literally would have been, you you seen Armageddon, Bruce Willis oh, at yeah. the end where he blows himself up with the asteroid. Yep. Like, that would it would have been that. Like, yeah, I didn't make it, but like, there, was, there isn't all this inflation. There is there wasn't as much of an opportunity to create this mail-in apparatus yeah. like if that now do you think it was his age and what I mean by that is what I did notice when it came to the the jab a lot of what I would say are like real alpha type males but that were older were like no I'll take the jab whatever I'll go fuck like it was like it was weird they didn't look at it the way maybe like a younger man who's like nah i'm not i'm not doing that shit no but 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 a lot of young people gave into that shit too <sighs> that's true but i don't know something about there were a lot of young people but i feel like th- there's still a, a bunch of young people by young i mean i mean like in your 30s before it was being after for before shit, 40 i don't think age had anything to do with it that shit was literally like red pill versus blue pill that was so? like, I to me that was probably the most prominent red pill versus blue pill battle of all time battles thus far. I don't know of all time, but thus far, like, yeah. like because it's just like, listen, I've said this before. You and I were in what was considered the number one hot spot in the nation, as declared by the New York Times, at least when shit first started popping off. And again, I didn't see a pandemic. I didn't. Yeah. I they, they. I was reading that there was one, and the, the the talking heads on the TV were saying there was one. There wasn't. So to me, the red pill in me was like, damn, like man, everybody's saying and everybody's acting like it, and man, let me buy these masks and let me buy some, dude. I spent, I think, like like uh, because because of the the price gouging on eBay. I spent, I don't know, I think I want to say like $300 because like to, to get like a light saw yeah. and make sure like my parents had wipes and stuff like that. Yeah. Because remember, the, the the shelves were empty. Yep. And you and I, like we found a connect for masks and like yep. we were, all of that stuff. So don't, people can't sit here and say we didn't take it serious. In fact, I would say that you and I took it serious 
before other people took it serious yeah. because when when, Actually, we, when we didn't know what it was, I remember on Snapchat and on on social media looking at people. They were going out for St. Paddy's, and yeah. I was like, "Yeah, these motherfuckers like there's a fucking." That's when I was saying there's a pandemic. Like, yeah. but that's the initial. See, we it was weird when we took it serious, and when when other people didn't take it serious. It was the opposite. Yeah. Then there was that switch where we're like, this ain't serious. This is and nothing. Was like, this is, this serious? is nothing. This is bullshit. That yeah. was, this is imaginary bullshit. And then every oh, but what it was is because these motherfuckers wanted to stay home. Yeah. They wanted that stimmy. Yeah. That's what it was. They knew it was bullshit too. Deep down, they knew it was bullshit too. Deep, yeah. Like like uh, uh, yesterday at the Oscars, Je- Jessica Chastain. This bitch in all of these parent, people wearing like elegant ass dresses and tuxes. This bitch is the only one with a mask. What are you doing? You look stupid. You look yeah. stupid, and you you're, you're virtue signaling. You know damn well if there was some real shit popping off yeah. the, in uh, in this room with all these people, that mask is not gonna do anything. Yeah, these morons knew it too. Yeah, all of these marvels they knew it too, but. Oh, we get to be home. Yeah. The stimmy. Oh, yeah. Kick my feet. Oh, I don't want... Let me get fat. I don't want to go back to work. Meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, older people are dying from cancer because they the hospitals are, are, are so worried about the virus that they're not letting people get their cancer screenings and all these other screenings yeah. that they truly need. Nah, man. And so, that, that, again... That, that was a moment of if you are fearless, you're going to win at everything. But I don't even. But that's the thing. I don't even think it was fear. I don't look back at that and be like, "Oh man, I was so fearless." Like yeah. I was. I was such a big dog. No, I looked around and I was like, "Oh shit, people are all right. Like yeah. people are okay." Like a lot of people. Like I did see a lot of people bought into that shit. Like they had masks. They had. They didn't want to go out to restaurants. Uh, I had sometimes barbers. Oh, I don't know if I. Like, the talking like, heads. I need the talking heads. Yeah, I need a haircut and I need to eat. What's up? Yeah, but 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 that was the easiest time being a bachelor. Like, oh, there's nowhere to go. My house. <laughs> like, like everything. Like every. It was everything. If you didn't buy into the bullshit, you would have went out, ate good, went to places like that were supposed to be closed. All oh, right, yeah, cool. no we're, traffic. We'll be good. Yeah, no traffic. Yeah, but but yeah, now nah, we. we and so again, we took it serious at first. Like, damn, okay, we don't know what this is. The talking heads are saying it's serious. The NBA is is canceling all the games. All right, let me get some wipes. Let me get some Lysol. Let me, you know, I wanna I wanna take care of my family. Like, give people masks, all of that stuff. I was like, oh damn, they got gloves there. They got this. I remember yeah. all of that. Yeah. I remember yeah. all of that. I remember it like it was yesterday. And then. I look around and I see people that get it and they're fine. In fact, there's people that are getting it and like they're 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 all right. Like they yeah. they don't even look to. Uh, yeah, this is stupid. This is this is nothing compared to what they said. And the idea that the nation shut down for this shit, that we're changing our whole election apparatus for this shit, is crazy. And now flat, flash floor, fast forward. You got banks collapsing. You got inflation. <laughs> all of this shit. So, and it's yeah. gonna keep happening. If yeah, interest rates always deserve it. Yeah, yeah. Every yeah, they deserve it, and and it's gonna keep happening. The interest rates must go up. They must go up, and so on March twenty second. I'm pretty sure that's the date. I fully expect the interest rates going up. If Jerome Powell knows what the fuck he's doing, he knows that motherfuckers just gotta like 
roll with the punches. And when they do, uh, throughout this year, keep rising, more shit will collapse. Yeah. More banks will collapse. More, uh, just a bunch of shit. I don't know to what capacity they're going to be able to save everybody, because you can't save everybody, but this must happen. And this is what was supposed to happen. If you look at it from a realistic standpoint of purging the economy of shit, unnecessary bullshit, SVB got what it deserved, which is when when the interest rates when the interest rates went up and the big dogs were there standing all the weak ones started collapsing. Yeah, just like like what happened with FTX. The, like, yes. And yeah. all of these, they're all they're all upheld by the elites and the government. FTX, the 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 the, the politicians loved FTX. The elites, they loved Silicon Valley Bank. It's time. Yeah. Let let the purge happen. Let the strong survive and let's get things right. Yeah. I doubt that's going to happen though. I doubt they're going to allow that to happen, but at some point there's not going to be a choice. Yeah. And the more they kick the can down the road, it's going to be worse. Yep. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening, so keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you'd like to help us stay independent, you can go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merchandise. And if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.